0: Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's this week's message. This morning we're starting our Christmas season, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. This is the story of the wise men from the East. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. so they said to him in bethlehem of judea for thus it is written by the prophet but you bethlehem in the land of judah are not the least among the rulers of judah for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people israel then herod when he had heard when he had secretly called the wise men determined from them what time the star appeared and he sent them to bethlehem and said Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced in exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. This is the word of our Lord today. So we're going to look at some Christmas wisdom, the story of the wise men. The story of the wise men is a story that is shrouded in mystery. From tradition, we seem to know all the facts and details, but as we actually study the scripture, we find that there are a lot of questions we cannot answer about the wise men from the biblical text. For example, how many were there? We don't know. Where did they come from? We don't know. How long did their journey take? We don't know. What were their names? We don't know. They just show up mysteriously and just as mysteriously, they're gone. But one thing that I am certain about is that the number of wise men and women increases in every generation as people continue to seek the Christ. So let's look this morning at three facts that we can learn from the story of the wise men. First, a wise man's journey is one of faith. What would prompt someone to leave the comfort of their homes to go on a dangerous journey? Romance? Yeah. Wealth? Oh, definitely. Faith? Eh. Yeah, faith. Where is he who has been born the king of the Jews? What a probing question. There's no doubt in their language that he had been born. The question is, where is he? They had seen the star. The evidence was real. Now where is he? They had faith that he was alive, that he existed. Now all they needed to do was to find him. Their purpose was established. Find him. And so they were willing to risk everything to find him. They were willing to leave the safety of their homes, to risk a perilous journey to seek a king. Can you imagine what their neighbor's reaction must have been? You going on a journey? Yeah. Where are you going? We don't know for sure. How far is it? Yeah, we don't know that either. How long are you going to be gone? Yeah, we're not quite sure on that one. Boy, for wise men, you sure don't know much, do you? But you know, they must have said the same things to Abraham when he left his home for the Promised Land. They must have said the same things to Noah who was building an ark even though it had never rained in the history of earth up to that point. They must have said the same kind of things to Peter, Andrew, James, and John when they left their fishing nets to become fishers of men. What What are you guys, crazy? Are you insane? Are you out of your minds? No, they're not crazy. They're not insane. They're not out of their minds. They are men of faith. God's journeys always involve faith. It's impossible to please God apart from faith. And why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe both that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. People of faith have been willing to respond to the challenges of the unknown over and over again down throughout history. Faith. The second point I want to make is a wise man's journey is one of worship. When the wise men came on their journey, it was for the purpose of worship. They brought with them gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These gifts have a lot of symbolism associated with them. Gold, of course, represents wealth. It is a gift fit for a king, and Jesus is the king of kings. Frankincense is the sap of a tree that was dried and and hardened and used as an incense to worship God. Thus we see a gift for his deity since Jesus is the Son of God. And myrrh is a fragrant perfume that was used to anoint the dead, to embalm and preserve them, and Jesus is the sacrificial lamb. But there is more to worship than gold frankincense, And myrrh, isn't there? We know that. But worship always involves sacrifice. Was there a price to be paid for the wise men's worship? You bet. They had given themselves to a journey. See, travel in those days was not very comfortable. In fact, it could be downright dangerous. The wise men had sacrificed their own comfort to find the king and worship him. Listen to what David said about sacrifice in 2 Samuel 24. I will not offer to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. In Romans 12, it says it this way. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. See? To truly worship requires sacrifice the greatest gift the greatest sacrifice you can give to god is yourself you say but i have nothing uh, nothing to, to give him today i've given him nothing i say yes you have even today you have given him something of yourself you have given him your time by being here and listening to this You prepared for a journey this morning by getting up and getting dressed and ready to seek a king. You got into your cars, used your gas, you came to church. When the offering plate was passed around, you put money into the plate to help pay kingdom expenses of maintaining the church. The building, heat, electricity, all have to be paid for. When you came today, you came as a living sacrifice, even though you may not view it as that, even though you may not have realized it. The efforts you make to worship God is your sacrifice to him. But there, here is a fact I want you all to remember today. What God wants most of all, above everything else, is me. He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your attention 24-7. The question to ask is, what am I willing to give him? Am I willing to give him my best? Am I willing to go on a spiritual journey to worship him? Am I willing to give up my comfort zone to follow Christ? The wise men were. Are you? The third point I want to make here, and the final point, is a wise men's journey is one of change. Let's look at verse 12. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Isn't it interesting that after they worshipped Jesus, that they could not go back the same way they had come? I find that to be a fact even today. Once you have met God, you will never be the same. An encounter with God changes things. It changes you, doesn't it? It has always been that way. Jacob wrestled with God and never walked the same the rest of his life. Isaiah stepped into the presence of God and proclaimed, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. He was never the same again. Job questions God over and over again concerning his suffering. And when God shows up, Job says, I'm speechless, in awe. Words fail me. I should never have opened my mouth. I've talked too much, way too much. I'm ready to shut up and listen. God met, Job met God and became a changed man. See, that is what happens when we walk into the presence of God. We become changed. That is what happened to the wise men when they encountered Christ they were changed that is what happens when we encounter Christ things become different they said we're preparing for Christmas and we hear the story of the wise men they were wise because they had faith they were wise because they worshiped they were wise and they were changed forever all because of a child what about you Are you looking for a change in your life find christ this christmas and i can guarantee that you will be changed things will be different step out in faith and seek him as the wise men did let us pray father it's beyond us to see how you work in history with our little finite minds we look at things and we think we understand And then we dig deep and deeper and deeper and all of a sudden we discover a world we never knew existed a world of information a world of insight that expands in our minds your incredible greatness your unequaled power and wisdom god we thank you for the wise men however many there were and whatever their names were who were seeking the king thank you also that you planned us to be a part of the church that bows before him in worship we'll give you praise lord for all that you have done that shows us your mighty hand in jesus name amen